We are on the bottom of Yevamos Chavches Amid Aleph 28A4 in the article of Gemara, turning onto the next page, Chavches Amid Beis. The Gemara, again, is going through the different cases of the Mishnah, the Mishnah that we had earlier on Dav Chavav on page 26. And it will have a few lines just on the different uh, lines of the Mishnah. A little bit of commentary on some of the cases of the Mishnah. <coughs> so the, the next case of the Mishnah is a case where the overall case is the same case, but there are different nuances between each case. The overall case is, as we've explained for the past couple of recordings, uh, there are two brothers who marry two sisters. So Reuben and Shimon marry two sisters. Mrs. Reuben and Mr. Shimon are sisters. They both pass away. And there are two remaining brothers. Levi and Yehuda are the remaining brothers. And in a case like that, without any uh, changes to the details, the law is that we require chalitza, uh, and you're not allowed to do yibam. That uh, each each sister needs to have chalitza done, and you are not allowed to do yibam. And the reason why you're not allowed to do yibam is because this is a rabbinic prohibition. There's a rabbinic prohibition because each brother has a strong connection, has this Zika connection uh, to each of the uh, sisters, of each of the sisters-in-law, for, to, to them, it's their sister-in-law. Um, and so therefore, chalitza has to be done because they have this, such a strong connection. You are not allowed to marry that person's sister, and they are sisters to each other, so you cannot marry either of them. And so therefore, there is this rabbinic prohibition. And so they have to have chalitza done. The Mishnah also discussed a different case, which we discussed yesterday, where what, what happens if one of the sisters is already forbidden to one of the brothers. So let's say Mrs. Ruvain is Levi's mother-in-law, besides for being a sister-in-law, it's also the mother-in-law, so Levi has no connection with regards to Yibam or Chalitza to Mrs. Ruvain, so then Levi could do Yibam to Mrs. Shimon, because it's not viewed as Achos Kukaso, it's not viewed as the sister of a strong bond, because he does not have that strong bond with Mrs. Ruvain. And that's true with regards to biblical prohibitions, but not just a, a biblical prohibition, where there's a prohibition for Levi to marry Mrs. Ruvain because it's his mother-in-law, but it's also a very specific type of a biblical prohibition. It's specifically uh, the Torah's cases where there's a prohibition uh, to marry a relative where the punishment is kares, a severe punishment of kares, of an early death. And because of such a severe punishment, so therefore there is no mitzvah of yibum. And that's that example of that Mishnah. And the Gemara now uh, is going to comment on a, ne- the next case of the Mishnah, where we are discussing not a biblical prohibition, such a severe biblical prohibition, we are discussing either a rabbinic prohibition, uh, the rabbis added on, as we've discussed in the past, uh, some of the different cases of rabbinic prohibitions, where they extend... Uh, other family relatives, other extended family relatives to this uh, prohibition that you're not allowed to marry family, and it's only a prohibition on a rabbinic level, not on a biblical level. And then there are other cases where it's a biblical prohibition, but it's not as severe. If they don't get such a severe punishment of kares. Uh, for example, it's not dealing with a family, but it's discussing, let's say, a Kohen to marry a divorcee, uh, or a Kohen Gadol to marry... Uh, somebody who is a, is a widow. Um, in any of those cases, uh, that is a biblical prohibition, but it is an ordinary love. It's an ordinary negative commandment, and it's not a severe negative commandment. In both of those cases, 
really on a biblical level, you really could do Yibam. Uh, because we apply the principle of a positive mitzvah of Yibam overriding the negative commandment, uh, because it's an ordinary negative commandment, but on a rabbinic level, we say that you should not do Yibam, you should only do Chalitza, uh, and we discussed that Gemara at the time as to what the reasons are, that's not for now, but it's a rabbinic prohibition uh, to do Yibam, and you have to do Chalitza. So what happens, the, the Mishnah says that in the case where Mrs. Ruvain is, let's say, a uh, is a relative, it's not such a close relative, not a mother-in-law, but a different type of relative where it's more distant and therefore there's no biblical prohibition, but there is a rabbinic prohibition. As an example, we say that even though they have, um, they, they're not allowed to do yibum anyways, uh, but still, because on a biblical level they could do yibum, the Mishnah says that you would still have to do chalitza. Levi would still have to do chalitza even with Mrs. Shimon. Mrs. Shimon is the sister and even though on a rabbinic level, they don't, Levi does not have that strong connection with Mrs. Ruvain because they are relatives, at least on a rabbinic level, they're viewed as relatives where it's prohibited to marry each other. But since on a biblical level, they could marry each other, so therefore the Mishnah says, therefore, really, there is that strong bond on a biblical level, and therefore, Levi cannot do Yibam with Mrs. Shimon, with her sister. Um, and so that's, that's the case of the Mishnah that we are discussing. So the Gemara says... I don't understand Hanami Tanina. We already had a Mishnah. We had a Mishnah earlier also, which says that if it's a case where there's a rabbinic prohibition or it's an ordinary uh, negative commandment on a biblical level, that the law is that you have to do chalitza. Now, the previous Mishnah that they are referring to is not a case of this complicated case of two brothers who married two sisters. It's dealing with an ordinary case of Yibam. Let's say there's one live brother, uh, the deceased brother slash husband, and the wife happens to be related to the brother-in-law, uh, and it causes a rabbinic prohibition. It's on a rabbinic level that there's this prohibition, or that there's a biblical prohibition, but it's an ordinary biblical uh, prohibition. And so the Mishnah at the time said, it's an, it was dealing with a very uh, simpler case, The halacha is that you still have to do chalitza. But the Gemara is still asking, once we already know that you have to do chalitza and not a yibum, and you still have to do chalitza. It's not like there's no zika whatsoever. There still is zika there. And that's why you would have to do chalitza. With regards to immediate relatives where it's a severe biblical prohibition, you don't have to do anything. There's no zika. There's no connection. You don't have to do yibam. You don't have to do chalitza. But here you do have to do chalitza when it comes to this rabbinic, either the rabbinic prohibitions or the ordinary biblical negative commandments. There is zika. There is a connection because we know that you still have to do chalitza. So if that's the case... Why is our Mishnah mentioning this case? It should be obvious. It should really be obvious uh, that you would have to do Chalitza. You cannot do Yibam, but you would have to do Chalitza because there is some, still some sort of connection there that requires Chalitza. And so therefore, uh, we should say uh, that uh, that it's still viewed as the, the sister of the one that you have a strong connection to. It is still viewed as a strong connection, and therefore we, would, we should require Chalitza in our case since we already know about this law from a previous Mishnah. So the Gemara answer is no. Hasam iser mitzvah l'chuda, hacha iser mitzvah v'achosa, saka da'itachamina, lekim iser mitzvah v'mak miser erva, kamash malan. The Gemara says no. That was dealing with an ordinary case. But over here, what are we dealing with here? Here we are dealing with uh, where there's another brother. Uh, and there's also, there's another uh, connection with a with another sister, with Mrs. Shimon. So even though Mrs. Ruvain has a 
rabbinic, let's say, a rabbinic prohibition to do yibam with Levi, and that we already know from the previous Mishnah that therefore they would have to do chalitza, but still, maybe we would view it, says the Gemara, as though it's like it's a biblical erva, it's a biblical prohibition, a severe biblical prohibition, we should say, and it's like it's like it's an erva. It's like it's a complete erva, and there is no connection. Maybe we view it as though there's no connection between Levi and Mrs. Ruvain, who he's related to on a rabbinic level, and then Levi could really do yibam to, Shem, to Mrs. Shimon. Maybe he really could do that. That's what you would have thought. Kamash Mulan, the Gemara says, and the Mishnah says, really, that no, we don't view it as though there's no connection whatsoever. The Gemara is going to ask the obvious question. I understand. Why, what's this, what we call a habamina, this initial thought, that there, it's like it's a, on a biblical level, like there's no connection whatsoever. It's 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 not a bit. It's not true. It's only a, on a rabbinic level that there's no connection. On a biblical level, there there really is a connection because it's not even a biblical prohibition. So the Gemara answers, and that's what the Gemara is about to ask. The Gemara says, you really have such an initial thought, such a havimina. Kevin says, I don't understand. What are you even thinking? Why would you think differently? On a biblical level, there is a strong connection. The whole thing is only a rabbinic prohibition. And so then certainly, it's like if you were to, if Levi were to do Yibam to Mrs. Shimon, who he's not related to, that should be in violation of Achazuku Kaso, of marrying the sister of the one that you have a strong connection. Because on a biblical level, he also has a, Levi has a strong connection to Mrs. Ruvain. Even if on a rabbinic level, uh, there's a prohibition. But on a biblical level, it's a strong connection. So what what were we thinking when we said this? And the Gemara says something very interesting. The Gemara says, Misha mitzvah of a rabbanan, kamash malan. And so Rashi explains what was our initial thought. Based on the Gemara, Rashi explains that the whole concept of achazukukaso, the whole concept that you are forbidden to uh, to the sister of the one that you have this strong bond with because of this situation of yibum, that all of that is a rabbinic prohibition. That is entirely a rabbinic prohibition. And one might have thought to say, since the, that is entirely a rabbinic prohibition, and on a rabbinic level, Levi has no connection to Mrs. Ruvain because there's a, they have a rabbinic prohibition to marry each other because they're extended family. So then the two combined, because Achazukas is only on a rabbinic level, will tell us, well, in the end of the day, on a rabbinic level, Levi does not have a connection to Mrs. Ruvain. The whole prohibition to marry Mrs. Shimon because it's the sister of Mrs. Ruvain is also a rabbinic idea. A rabbinic decree. So then maybe we should forego that rabbinic prohibition. Because on a rabbinic level, Levi is like he has no bond whatsoever with Mrs. Ruvain. So we should say that there's absolutely no prohibition because that, this is all, all these laws are on a rabbinic level. Kamash Malan. Kamash Malan, the conclusion is that no, we don't say that. We do not say that. And so apparently we do not say that even though everything is on a rabbinic level and therefore we should view it perhaps that Levi has no connection to Mrs. Rubin on a rabbinic level. Therefore, on a rabbinic level, there shouldn't be a prohibition. Apparently, we do not say that. And the Gemara, in a few lines, will actually explain why we don't say that. So we're going to hold off on the explanation why we don't say that. But apparently, we do not say that. Okay, that is the end of the Gemara with regards to the analysis of that line. And again, we're going to come back to that shortly. In a, in a few lines, we're going to come back to uh, understanding the logic behind it. But the, but the Gemara, in the meantime focuses on a different part of the Mishnah. The last part of the Mishnah. The last part of the Mishnah was a case, it's really similar to a previous case, where Mrs. Ruvain is forbidden to Levi because let's say Mrs. Ruvain is the mother-in-law of Levi and therefore it's a severe Torah prohibition and Levi has no connection now 
no Zika connection to Mrs. Ruven, so Levi could do Yibam to Mrs. Shimon. But not only that, this new case is saying that it's really a very complicated case where, let's say, Mrs. Ruvain is the mother-in-law of Levi and also Mrs. Shimon is also the mother-in-law of Yehuda. So Yehuda has no connection to Mrs. Shimon. So the law is, says the Mishnah, that Levi could do Yibam to Mrs. Shimon because Levi has no connection to Mrs. Ruvain because it's his mother-in-law. Yehuda could do Yibam to Mrs. Ruvain because he has no connection to Mrs. Shimon because it's Mrs. Shimon is his mother-in-law. And so therefore they both could do Yibam uh, to the other one. To the one that they are not related to. So the Gemara asks, I don't understand. Hasulamali, why do we need this additional case? I don't understand. We had this before. Uh, what are we adding now? Why would you think differently? What are we adding about the fact that now Yehuda also, his mother in law is Mrs. Shimon? This is something which should be obvious. We can, we can figure this out on our own. If Levi could do Yibam to Mrs. Shimon when Mrs. Ruvain is his mother in law, so then certainly Yehuda could do Yibam to Mrs. Ruvain when Mrs. Shimon is his mother in law. Uh, this is not adding anything, really. So the more answers that answers that no, it is adding. It's a similar idea to that we had yesterday in the last recording. That if I all I had was the first case, so that at least I know that this is something which is a, that there's a concept called achazukukasa that there's a prohibition to marry the sister of the one that you have zika with. How do I know? Even though Levi does Yibam with Mrs. Shimon, uh, but still Yehuda now is forced to do Chalitza. Yehuda has to do Chalitza to Mrs. Uh, to Mrs. Ruvain uh, in the original case uh, because with regards to Yehuda, they both are have a connection. Both Mrs. Shimon and Mrs. Ruvain have a connection to Yehuda. Yehuda cannot do Yibam to either one because they are sisters. And so therefore Yehuda has to do Chalitza. So at least we know about the concept of Achos Zikukasov, about the sister of the one that you're connected to, that there's a prohibition to do Yibam in that case. But in our case, we don't have any proof because both Levi and Yehuda, it's a unique case, where both Levi and Yehuda are both doing Yibam because Levi could do Yibam to Mrs. Shimon, Yehuda could do Yibam to Mrs. Ruvain uh, because it's not a case of Achos Zikukasov because they're related, each one's related to the other one. And so therefore there's no proof that there's no concept of Achos Zikukasov. We're concerned that people are going to forget about this entire law because they'll see that both of them are doing Yibam, they'll come to the conclusion that, you know what? There is no concept of Achazukukaso. And if I hold, all I had was the second case, says the Gemara as follows, If all I had was the second case where they are, Levi does Yibam to Mrs. Shimon, Yehuda does Yibam to Mrs. Ruvain, I could have said as follows, I could have said that, that the fact that we orchestrated specifically as such, and we said, you have to go do Yibam to that one, and the other one has to do Yibam to that one, and that's the only way both of you could do Yibam. So that shows us that, you know what, something, something's going on here. Something is strange here, it's different, and therefore we know that it's different. But in the first case, where only Levi does Yibam to, uh, to Mrs. Shimon, and Yehuda has to do Chalitza to either one, so it's not as obvious. It's not like we're in charge of both people to say, you do Yibam to that one, you do the Yibam to that one. No, we're less involved, and so therefore maybe people will confu- get confused uh, with regards to the first case and think that there is no Torah prohibition, sorry, there is no rabbinic prohibition of Achos Zikukasa. And that's why we need, in the end of the day, that's why we need both cases. Uh, both the case where uh, one brother is related and the case where both brothers are related. The Gemara now comes to the conclusion of our Mishnah. Zui Shamru. The, the Mishnah ends off by saying, this last case of Levi doing Yibam to Mrs. Shimon and, and Yehuda doing uh, Yibam to Mrs. Ruvain, that is the case of Achos, 
which allows for even for both. It sounds like this is the case coming to exclude a different case. What is it coming to exclude? It's coming to exclude the case uh, where it's not a Torah prohibition, it's a Torah prohibition, but where it's a rabbinic prohibition. Where there's a rabbinic prohibition, where Levi has a rabbinic prohibition to marry Mrs. Ruvain, because let's say it's an extended family. Yehuda has a rabbinic prohibition to marry Mrs. Shimon. So you might have thought, as Igmar is about to explain, that they should apply the same type of logic uh, with regards to the severe Torah prohibition that Levi could do Yibam to Mrs. Shimo and Yehuda could do Yibam to Mrs. Ruvain. No, the Gemara says that you cannot do that. Why would you think you could do this? The reason why you can't do it is, as we explained before, because on a rabbinic level, there's no connection, but there is a connection on a Torah level. But why would you Why would you think this? What's new here? What are we adding here? So the Gemara says, Hasulamali, why do we need this new teaching? We had this before also. It's now just applying to both brothers. We already knew you can't do Yibam. Hainuach. Mali Chad, Mali Tre. What's the difference whether it's one brother who's. Who's uh, who has a pro- rabbinic prohibition, or whether it's both brothers? The Gemara says no. So the Gemara says as follows: that I might have thought to say that when we said earlier that when it's just a rabbinic prohibition for Levi to marry Mrs. Ruvain. And because it's a rabbinic prohibition, uh, you, we, we held in the end of the day that Levi cannot do even to Mrs. Shimon. The reason, the logic behind that, I would have thought, I could have thought, that the logic behind that is that if we allow Levi to do even to Mrs. Shimon, then there's a concern that maybe Yehuda might think, oh, I'm allowed to do Yibam. Levi did Yibam. Maybe I could do Yibam. And Yehuda would then go ahead and do Yibam to Mrs. Ruvain, which is actually not allowed. That is not allowed because both Mrs. Shimon and Mrs. Ruvain is connected to Yehuda. And so therefore that is really not allowed from Yehuda's perspective. And therefore, uh, but if it's a case where even Yehuda could do even to Mrs. Ruvain because Yehuda has a rabbinic prohibition to marry Mrs. Shimon, and so therefore both of them have a rabbinic prohibition, so let them marry the other one, the one that they're not related to. So we, maybe you would have thought that that should be allowed. And that's, maybe that case would be allowed. The Gemara says, Kamash Mulan, no. Even that case is not allowed. Why not? The Gemara doesn't explain. But it seems to be that the reason is, is that even though the prohibition of Achazukukoso, to marry the sister of the one that you have this strong Zika connection with, is a rabbinic prohibition. And even though on a rabbinic level, uh, Levi does not have a connection to Mrs. Ruvain and Yehuda does not have a connection to Mrs. Shimon. And so therefore you might think to cancel each other out, that since the whole thing is a rabbinic prohibition, and on a rabbinic level anyways, they don't have this Zika, this connection, you might think they cancel each other out. No, the truth is that they don't cancel each other out. Because since in the end of the day, on a Torah level, there is this Zika, there is a strong connection on a Torah level. So the rabbis continue to maintain their rabbinic prohibition because the rabbinic prohibition is not dependent on whether or not there's Zika on a rabbinic level, but it's really dependent on whether or not there's Zika on a biblical level. And since there is Zika in the end of the day, in these cases on a biblical level, so therefore we will say that the rabbinic prohibition continues and remains to continues to exist. And so therefore we require chalitza, and that's why it's very different uh, than the other case that we were discussing, where it is a severe biblical prohibition. Okay, that concludes the Gemara for today's recording, and we'll continue with the Gemara in the next recording.